The market doesn't joke around, so why would you? Get serious. Choose Tasty Trade. Tasty Trade gives you the tools you need to make smarter moves. Dig into data with advanced charting, track profit accurately with order chain trackers, see risk clearly with curve analysis, and trade with low capped commissions, stocks, options, futures, and more. All on one platform. No wonder serious traders choose Tasty Trade. Join the club, genius. Tasty Trading is a registered broker dealer and member of FINRA and SIPC. I'm Sarah Eisen, and you're listening to a Money Movers podcast special. Davos 2024 is a wrap. While on the ground, I spoke with some of the biggest names in retail. Here's my conversation with Authentic Brand CEO, Jamie Salter. Jamie Salter, nice to see you here in Davos. Nice to see you too, Sarah. So, you know, one of the conversations, one of the topics here is the economic outlook for 2024. And I have to say, people are feeling, it sounds like a little more optimistic. You have a great vantage point on the global consumer. What are you seeing? Look, the world's getting smaller, uh, for sure. Um, business is being done all over the world. You know, there's four big regions, uh, Latin America, EMEA, Asia Pacific, and of course, you know, uh, USA and Canada. And I think, you know, what we're seeing is there's still big expansion really in these international markets, uh, China, India, uh, Latin America, Middle East. So I think if you're a company that actually is well diversified, you're gonna get upside, you're gonna get that organic growth that you need. But I do believe that the US is probably looking at, you know, a flat to, you know, possibly up 5%. But I don't think you're gonna see huge growth in the United States this year. Flat to up 5% on growth or on consumer spending? On, on, on really on, business? you know, organic growth, you know, from, from a business standpoint. Why, what's changed for the consumer? Look. I think the consumer, at the end of the day, I, I think really that value consumer is probably being hit the hardest. Um, the middle consumer, you know, sort of, you know, middle America, um, I think they're doing probably okay. And then it seems like luxury is definitely taking a hit, uh, at least lately. Now, you know, generally luxury people, they, they, they have a lot of money, so they, they come back pretty quick. But uh, I, I think the value consumer is where we're going to see uh, the biggest hit uh, in, in America and possibly in other parts of the world. How were the holidays? How did they stack up relative to other recent years? You know, we were up a little bit um, in, in fourth quarter. Uh, the holidays were, you know, a little stronger than we, we all projected. But I think that, you know, a lot of companies probably gave back a little bit of their margin in order to make sure that their revenue lines, uh, you know, were, were uptick. And then you're seeing that sort of pain in the value consumer continuing in, into the year, but not recession. Definitely not a recession, but I'm a big believer that interest rates are not coming down anytime soon. Why? There's no need for them. You know, we, we seem to be functioning as a, as a country, at least in the U.S. and other parts of the world with, you know, higher interest rates. And as long as, you know, we can function with higher interest rates, there's really no reason, you know, to, to take them down. And I think they got inflation relatively under control. So, I mean, maybe they'll lower them a little bit, but, but I, don't, I don't see interest like, you know, going back to the levels that we had, you know, three years ago, but could we see a little bit of a dip? Maybe in the second half of this year. But we, you know, from our company standpoint, we're, we're sort of projecting that interest is gonna stay, stay here for a while. 
What are you seeing on the inflationary front in terms of your categories, apparel and shoes and accessories? Has it come all the way back down? I mean, look, you know, we, we sort of look at inflation. Are we buying for the same price today that we bought for, you know, a year ago or two years ago? There's always problems. There's, you know, there's problems right now, you know, from shipping standpoint, you know, shipping rates have gone up again, you know, in the last couple of months uh, with the problems with the war. But generally, um, footwear and apparel uh, price points, you know, are relatively the same as what they were a few years ago, as far as as the FOB costs. I was going to ask if you're being affected by the, the shipping delays in the Red Sea. I mean, definitely, you know, it, it just happened, right? So we haven't felt it yet, but my guess is a couple months from now, we'll, we'll start to feel sort of the pain of, of what's been happening, you know, over the past, you know, four to eight weeks. All of these kind of risks that you're talking about and slower growth, it's not, it's not stopping you from deal making. That's been very active right now, right? How many deals have you done in the past few months? I mean, there's no doubt about it that we're still on the front of of buying, you know, great brands at at, at great value. Um, You know, interest rates being higher, you know, should we be buying for lower multiples? I I guess the the answer to that question is probably yes, but because interest rates are, are where they are, it's putting an enormous amount of pressure on some really great companies out there that you know have to go for refinancing and they can't get the debt that they've had on their on their books in the past because interest is three times what it was you know three years ago so it's it's giving us you know big opportunities to go big game hunting so we're looking at you know a number of great consumer brands um, not just in america but also you know in europe and other parts of the world and we're, we're quite optimistic that 24 is going to be a very robust year for Authentic. More deals coming. More deals coming. I think Sperry Topsider was the latest, right? Sperry Topsider uh, was the latest. Think a little bit of Vineyard Vines there, uh, where we're going to take the brand. I mean, obviously, we had great success with Nautica. Nautica is you know, one of our biggest brands in our portfolio. So we're feeling pretty optimistic on the Sperry Topsider side. Great brand, has been around for a long time, has great history and has, you know, big international uh, expansion opportunities. But it is relatively small compared to some of the other brands that we've, we've bought uh, in the past few years. We are looking at some really big things right now. And uh, I feel pretty optimistic by uh, second quarter, we'll announce something pretty big. In apparel or something else? In apparel, in footwear, in accessories. As you know, we sort of play on the lifestyle side of our business, which is about 75% of our business. And then the other 25% of our business is sort of in uh, media and entertainment. So we're gonna continue to sort of drive both sides uh, of, of the business. And uh, you know, we'll, see, we'll see what comes along, but we're, we're optimistic that there's, there's some good opportunities out there on the value side. One of the opportunities you took this year has been, and we've talked a lot about this, the partnership and investment in Shein with Forever 21. How's that going? It's going well. Um, look, we, 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 did, we did the deal with them. We did it the back half of, uh, of last year. Um, so we can only make so much change uh, for fourth quarter for Christmas time. Wherever we, we did pop-up stores with them, with Forever 21, incredibly successful. Successful for Shein, 
successful for, for Forever 21. It's clear that uh, they have a similar customer. So now that uh, 23 is over, <clears throat> we are planning to open up a lot more shopping shops and also a lot more pop-ups with Shein and also um, really you know, making the, the Shein website uh, more robust with more Forever 21 products on their site. You think they're gonna go public this year? I mean, I can't really comment one way or another. I, I think Shein will be public at some point. Um, I don't know if it's gonna be this year. I don't know if it's gonna be next year. Shein's running a great company. Uh, it's early days for them. They're, 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 they're growing and they're growing fast. Um, I, look, I don't know that they have to go public tomorrow morning, right? They, they, they clearly don't need the money. They're incredibly successful and, and profitable. So uh, they'll go public when, when the time is right. There, Shein's in the news every day. There's a new report um, in the journal about Chinese security regulators potentially delaying an IPO. I mean, my reporting indicates that that's a little bit exaggerated, that, that a person familiar says they filed a voluntary reference for the Chinese authority to look into the supply chain in China. I do wonder, Jamie, you've, you've looked into the business. This one is a hot potato in terms of geopolitical tensions between the U.S. and China and regulatory issues. Does that concern you? Look, anyone that's really successful uh, in this world, people like to look in to see what's going on. They want to see, you know, how are they doing it? Um, is it on the Chinese side? Is it on the American side? I mean, clearly, Shein is running a good operation and they're, they're very upfront with, with everybody. They've been very upfront with us. And I think they're very upfront with the Chinese government, with the American government, on sort of you know what their expectations are and what their obligations are. And they're clearly uh, not scared to really tell everyone what they're doing. Finally, you know you're, you have a lot of perspective on the li licensing, right? That's the big that's the business and copyright. And I think the other big topic of Davos has been AI. I'm sure you've been part of these conversations. And I do wonder about the whole copyright intellectual property issue around fashion, your business, and AI using that, and whether you get paid. I mean, look, there's no doubt about it that AI, it's good, okay? There's gonna be issues with it, there's gonna be problems with it, uh, just like social media has had you know, issues and, and, and problems with it. They're getting in front of it. They're getting smart about it really quickly. So they're gonna put lots of rules in place on sort of what you can do and what you can't do. I mean, let's be honest, okay? You know, Shaq doesn't have to be necessarily everywhere at the exact same time, okay, with AI. But you also have Meryl Monroe and Elvis Presley that, you know, you may be able to bring them back, you know, into the 21st century because of AI. So I think there's pluses and minuses with AI, but clearly from a technology standpoint, it is, is making us faster and better than, than what we have been in the past, you know, as far as on the creativity side, um, as far as, 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 as information. Um, it, look, the computer's smart. And I think that the more that we sort of input into these computers, the smarter AI is going to get. So I think that it's early days for, for AI, but we're, we're getting You're super smart on it. Experimenting? And we're experimenting on it. And so far, 
um, it, it's been good for us. From a productivity savings point of view, I feel like that's the game changer. Uh, 100%. Right? It, it's not necessarily going to get rid of jobs because people have to monitor all the stuff that's coming out. Yeah. But it, it's making you faster and better. And I think that, it, you know, companies that don't use AI, they're just, they're going to fall behind. So whether it's, you know, Salesforce or it's Microsoft, um, there's, there's lots of companies that are sort of playing in this world with AI for different applications. But, you know, we're, we're, we're big supporters uh, on the AI side. And, and I've said to my team, like, we all need to go to AI school and, yeah. and figure it all out. Because, you know, it's not even just the young people that, you know, they're just learning how to use yeah. a a AI, right? Someone like myself, I mean, I'm not sure there's hope for me to necessarily lose, learn how to use AI, but the, even the younger generation has to learn how to use AI. Yeah, well, luckily you have a lot of younger people at the company. We're very lucky, you know, um, the average age at, at Authentic is, is, is roughly 35 years old, so we, we, we really have a young uh, group, you know, running the business today. We're very lucky. Thank you, Jamie. It's good to talk to you, catch up with you here in Davos. This place is, it's amazing, look where right? we are. I know. I mean, you don't get a backdrop this like is, that. This is pretty cool. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's a blast. <laughs> I'm definitely coming back next year. Uh, this, is, this is my first time here, and I can honestly tell you that uh, it, it, it's probably the best conference I've ever been to. Uh, and, and Why? Just the people. Uh, the people that are here, the quality of people that are here, uh, and it, it's kind of like speed dating. Right, and everyone is here to do business. So I really think that uh, Davos is doing an unbelievable job. Thank you, Jamie. Thank you. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour.